Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to the Where Are You and the Curls podcast. It is time to go back into my journals. And this journal that I picked up today was from 2019, the end of 2019. And it's funny how life works because at the time that I started this journal, I was reading the book Eat, Pray, Love. And I stopped and I am currently reading it now. And that's how I feel about certain books, people, places. Sometimes you pick them up too soon in your life and you will miss the message. Like I had picked up The Alchemist before and I just couldn't get into it. But when I finally read it a second time, it became a life-changing book. Usually what I do is I keep journals where I'm not only journaling my thoughts, but I'm also taking notes on any podcasts, any personal development audio, any books that I am currently reading. So let's get to it. I'm going to start by sharing a quote from Eat, Pray, Love that I wrote down. And it says, finding the balance, keeping your feet grounded firmly as if you have four legs. That way you can stay in the world. Stop looking at the world through your head. Look through your heart and you will know God. And I, oof, I got goosebumps as I'm saying this. And I think it's perfect that I picked this one up. Because my last two episodes were on thoughts and how we create our thoughts, but how we are separate from them. The majority of our suffering is self-inflicted because of our thoughts. So that was what that season was like for me. It was a very dark one. And as you will see now, I wrote, Living with anxiety is constantly living in fear, trapped in dark thoughts and just praying. Living with anxiety is like being in prison. For an hour or so, you have to follow their rules. You have to live under their roof. You have no say. My thoughts cloud reality. My thoughts don't allow me to be free. I wrote, pray for light, pray for guidance, pray for love, pray for happiness. So now I want to ask you, what are your current thoughts telling you? What thoughts do you have on repeat? Are you being held captive or are you free? Now, this next entry was when I first dragged my friend to church. I was desperate to find answers. I was desperate, in desperate need of that light. Because my thoughts were, my thoughts were so dark. And I was so afraid of what I was thinking. So I found Hillsong Church. And that was part of my revival. Like, I can feel high presence there. I had goosebumps, I remember. I remember the song just being so magical and empowering. And still to this day, I listen to their music, although I have not tuned into their church in a while. And here I had wrote, turn pressure into strength. Through difficult times, pray. Check your influences. Who gives you advice? Who gives you excuses? Stay planted. Feet on the ground. <laughs> Remove negative energy. Remove dead weight. And again, I wrote, pray for guidance, pray for light. Don't just envision peace, create it. And no matter what you believe, whether you believe in a higher power, the universe, God, your higher self, 
whatever, whatever you seek to, whatever you pray to. Sometimes you need something much, much bigger than you, much powerful than you to get you through these times. And without this belief that there was something higher than me, without, th without this belief in God, I just don't think I would have made it through. This next one says, A constant battle of my thoughts. Try laying down with a dark shadow. Someone who is consistently leading you into darkness. When all you want to do is see light. You want freedom and peace, but instead you are a prisoner. A prisoner of your own thoughts and words. This next entry, and it's funny that this is the next one, because I recently um, was journaling, and the question was, did you grow up to be who your family, friends, and teachers predicted you to be? And this journal entry says, sitting window seat on a plane, asking myself, when did I become so lucky? Why was I so blessed and chosen? From the days where my mother couldn't afford most of my school lunches, to thinking Queens was another state, to being judged for being class clown, having those in power around me tell me that I would not amount to anything. I am here on a plane while having traveled to over 17 countries and over five states. I have made friends all over the world. God, I cannot thank you enough. There are not enough words to express the amount of gratitude and peace that I feel. And now thinking back to this flight <laughs> from Spain to Morocco, is not that I no longer felt scared, but I was leaning into gratitude and prayer to keep me through. And that's the same practice that I use now. Now I no longer suffer from panic attacks or anxiety. I'm living in gratitude, being grateful for the small things. So what's something that you're grateful for today? What's something that you're grateful for for the week, the month? Write those things down no matter how small they are. Whether that's being grateful for your toes from taking you to point A to point B, for being able to taste the wonderful food your family makes, being able to afford a cup of coffee, small conversations with friends, a nice little candle, and then be grateful for the big things. Now, I'm going to end it with a small letter that I had written to myself. And as I've mentioned before, I normally write letters to myself as the year is coming to an end. So this one was towards the end of 2019, welcoming in 2020. Little did I know that my life was about to change. <laughs> and it says, Dear Joe, you have overcame the most difficult year of your life to date. You have survived your thoughts. You survived anxiety and depression. You completely lost yourself in order to start from experience, to start new, to start fresh. As you enter a new decade, carry your life lessons and apply them. Continue praying, loving, and caring. See each day as a new opportunity to live, love, and be. In a few months, you will be 25. Be grateful, be mindful, be present. Love, love, love. Love in a healthy way. Do things for yourself. Take care of yourself. And, wow. Actually, no, I want to end it here. With all the lessons that I wrote that I had learned in 2019. <laughs> One I wrote. Time really does heal all wounds. Trust God's timing. Now I know better than that. And I know that time does not heal wounds. It is the work that you put in that time, in that space, in that current moment. Because two years can pass and you can still feel that same pain if you don't work towards yourself. Number two, there is power in prayer. 
Number three, do not sell yourself short. Number four, go where you are wanted. Do not override your stay. Number five, don't indulge in minor pleasures and sacrifice long-term happiness. Six, it is okay to be alone. Seven, mental health is real. It is important to always work on ourselves. Eight, sometimes you don't know how strong you are until it becomes your only option. Nine, be present, be respectful of people's times and effort. Ten, be honest. Eleven, be open and accepting to everything and everyone. Twelve, you deserve to be first. And to summarize, there is no better indicator of how much you've grown than to actually sit down and read your words. Even if you, you're just jotting down a few sentences. Even if you don't go into complete detail of what you're dealing with. Even if it's hard to express yourself. Even if you're scared that somebody might find your journal. Because there is nothing like opening this up and seeing that I am no longer this person. That although... Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. That even although I carried a lot of the answers to my current problems... Or even if God was giving me the answers back then, I never thought that that period of my life would end. And wow, I'm so glad that I fought through it. I'm so glad that I am here to tell my story. I needed to experience that to be able to enjoy myself now. And although I don't wish anxiety or, or panic attacks or depression or any mental health on anyone, there is power in your story. I was able to get through these dark times through prayer, through seeking God, through journaling. Whatever you believe in, you don't have to believe in God. You don't have to believe, literally whatever you believe in, there has to be something to hold you down. Something much more bigger than yourself. So take out your journal and write about the person who you were a year ago, who you were six months ago. We're always changing. We're always evolving. Give yourself that gift to see how far you have come. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. A reminder that you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are capable of achieving anything and everything that you put your mind to. Where you start and how you start is not how you end. There are still so much that you can do to pick yourself up. You can start today. Start with whatever you have. And let's continue to work on ourselves. Reminder that you can go through and get through anything that you are going through at the moment. Whether that's a breakup, suffering through grief, the loss of friends, the loss of a job, feeling like a failure. Nothing is permanent. There is always a solution to your problems. If you are still alive and breathing, there is still a chance to fix whatever it is that you are going through and grow through it. No matter what you are thinking, no matter what your thoughts are telling you, you are capable of changing these thoughts and fixing your life and yourself. If you have not already, please download these episodes leave a review give it a five star rating because i know you love this podcast as much as i love creating it thank you and until next time